0: The only morning show to have their Facebook profile photos declined twice. Ugly. Chad and Balsey. Weekday mornings on The Wolf.
1: I understand, you know, with concern for the Omicron variant, and and the weather wasn't that great yesterday. Like, I get it if you decided maybe not to go to the Pats game last night. It was a little bit... I went to the game. It was dressed like a seat night. Uh, But that was kind of expected. I think, unfortunately, if you didn't go, you did miss a great game. The Pats didn't win. They lost in a shootout. But, man... It was old school hockey last night at the Brandt Center. I mean, these guys—it was a physical game. Like you could tell, the two teams hated each other, and uh, it was just like an all-out brawl. In fact, a couple of uh, line brawl situations came up through the game. Lots of penalties, um, and also uh, Connor Bedard. Man, this kid—he just—he he just works at a different speed than everybody else. It's crazy when you watch him. I don't know, maybe you haven't seen Connor Bedard play live yet. Seeing him play on TV is one thing. But seeing him play live, the acceleration on this kid. Like, he can just... It's just he's gone. Like, just now. Gone past every... Like, nobody even stands a chance if he decides to really put it down. And I do like how it's old school. He's got his guys out there protecting him and stuff like that, so... um it's a really great product that the Regina Pats have on the ice, and uh, sometimes their record may not reflect that, but I'll tell you this, the game day experience is great, uh, the, uh, the the atmosphere is awesome, I love the old brand center, I know a lot of people might call it a dump, I love that old brand center, Like just the feel in there, I've always liked it, and also... Uh, you've got Connor Bedard to watch, and this kid is just the future of hockey. So go and check him out this Friday when the uh, Brandon Wheat Kings are in town. That'll be a good one. Again, if you're comfortable. Lately, it's been getting harder to get out of a warm bed in the morning,
0: but knowing that you'll be listening to Chad and Ballsy should make you wake up nice and bright. I mean, you know, it doesn't. But it should. (sighs) We'll keep working on it. Chad and Balzi, Weekday mornings on The Wolf.
1: This story out of Los Angeles is hilarious and sad all at the same time. These two LAPD officers have been fired uh, for not responding to a robbery at a nearby mall. And you're saying, well, what were they doing? You know, maybe they were just on a different frequency when they were being radioed. Or maybe they were uh, on break. Or maybe they were too far. No. They were actually parked two alleys away from the mall and they were getting calls from dispatch to uh, to go to this robbery but they were busy playing pokemon go so this happened a couple of years ago clearly because pokemon go was still a big thing and they were trying to catch the pokemon characters and apparently they had found a really tough to get one and they were focused too much on that and they said well we didn't hear any call for us or anything like that so well i mean those body cams they carry around that we see footage of all the time. Yeah, they also pick up the radio and they picked up them getting called for, them hearing it, actually discussing the robbery and not responding. So um yeah. Not the typical cop getting fired story, you know, you always hear the old uh you know Crenshaw, get over here hand in your badge and gun. What's the this no, it's not like that. It's like Crenshaw, get over here. Hand in your badge gun and tamagotchi please use caution when listening
0: to Chad and ballsy in the morning they might say something smart causing you to think <laughs> who are we
1: kidding Chad and ballsy weekday mornings on the wolf uh, the world's oldest man has died at the age of 112 two hundred eleven days old um... the guy's name saturnino de la fuente garcia of spain uh, he passed away at home And uh, 112 years old—that's—that's insane. He was born in 1909. 1909, like that's that's what thirty years before World War II started. That's insane. He would have celebrated his 113th birthday at the beginning of next month. That's sad. But you know, when one dies another one comes up, so congratulations now to the uh now I guess to the new oldest man in the world. Uh us me. Let me look it up here. Oh, well, there you go. Michael Ball of White City, Saskatchewan. Congratulations. They have a legacy
0: like all the great duos of the past. Lewis and Clark, Batman and Robin, Millie Vanilli. Nah, that last one doesn't exactly work. As only Chad lip syncs during the show. Chad and Balsey on 104.9 The Wolf.
1: Get up today, go into work, do your job. Take your paycheck, pay your bills, support your family, pay the mortgage, car payments, whatever. Repeat. And while you do that, just know that Billionaires are making more money now than ever. I'm not anti-capitalist by any means. I I understand that capitalism making the world go round. But this is a crazy story. Uh, Oxfam has released some data on the 10 richest men in the world during the pandemic. Did you know the 10 rich- richest men in the world, their fortune more than doubled during the first two years of the pandemic? And I hate how they say the first two years, like there's going to be a whole bunch more. Well, there might be, I guess. Um, but uh, data released on Monday noted that the combined fortunes of the 10 richest men in the world went from $700 billion before the pandemic, $700 billion between 10 men. That doubled to a worth of $1.5 trillion since the pandemic. And there's always a, well, why don't we trust? Why don't we? Why don't we trust the rich? Well, th- there, that's why. How do you double your wealth, an already outrageous wealth, in two years during a pandemic? Not only when everybody's struggling health wise, and everybody's locked down, being told they can't go into work during a pandemic, where people are losing their jobs and these billionaires, some of them are the ones firing these people because they can't make a go of it and they have to speak for their shareholders and they have to make profit. It like I understand, I get it. Do you see where this like so-called revolt comes from? Like it like if you don't see and and I and that's the sad thing is the 10 richest men in the world know this. They see it and they don't care. Why would they? I mean, they've got billions and billions of dollars, right? Life is good for them. And I can't complain too much because guess what, throughout the pandemic, I managed to keep my job and I managed to not really suffer too much financially because of the pandemic. But I wasn't, I didn't double my, my wealth during what's supposed to be one of the worst times in the world. So it's crazy data coming out and it almost kind of makes you sick.
0: Chad once had to explain to his very young son that it's perfectly normal to accidentally poop in your pants, but his son still makes fun of him anyway.
1: I <laughs> go figure. Chad and Ballsy on The Wolf. I, You know, you face a lot of heartbreak in life. You face a lot of challenges, you know? Things throughout life that, that really push you and make you a better person. This is one of those challenges, and this is one of those heartbreaks that doesn't make you a better person. Uh, that heartbreak is... Thinking you command started your vehicle in the cold, and then you go out and realize that it didn't start. Not because it it, it couldn't, but because your command start didn't work, and you, you're you're out there now. You're like, ah, crap! Now you got to sit in a cold vehicle and let it warm up. Isn't that horrible? Yesterday I was at the Pats game. Great game. Had a lot of fun. Good barn burner. Good uh, old school hockey. And then uh, you know, as I'm walking out, I I, I command start my vehicle. I figure, oh, yeah, I'll let it run for a few minutes before I even get there. should be nice and toasty by the time I walk to it. I I walk to it. I don't see the headlights on. I go, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, my command start didn't work. So here I was, some schlub, sitting in the parking lot, freezing, you know, doing the old (laughs) with the hands and then the the slap together. And you're like, I don't want to touch the steering wheel because I know it's going to be pure ice, right? You're waiting for the seat heaters to to really kick in. You're like, come on, get going, let's do this. Let's warm up my tushy. And uh, all because my Command Start decided to take the night off. And I know it's worked from that distance before. That's why I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Something's up. So, anyway, heartbroken.
0: What's better than the Chad and Ballsy show? Lots of things. But thanks for listening anyway. Chad and Ballsy
1: on The Wolf. I don't know if you saw this exchange yesterday between <laughs> Leon Draisaitl and Jim Matheson. Yeah, just in case you were wondering why the word pissy was trending yesterday. Lots of reasons for why the owners are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing. What do you think is the number one reason for the losses now? Is there, is there one thing that you, in your own mind you're saying, we got to get better at that?
0: Yeah, we, ha- we have to get better at everything. Would you like to expand on that? No. Nope. You can do that. You know everything. Why are you so pissy, Leon? Hmm? Why are you so pissy? I'm not. I'm just I- answering your Yeah, you
1: are. Whenever I ask you a question.
0: I gave you an answer.
1: Not very good one. Okay. Yeah. But I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on
0: the ice last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing, for sure.
1: Good. Yeah. (laughs) So people automatically took sides on this one. Uh, First off, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, we all know this, is a great hockey player. Like, there's no doubting that. The guy has talent. There's also no doubting that Jim Matheson, the reporter asking questions, is a legend he's a hockey hall of famer Uh, the guy asked Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier these same questions he's been around forever so that's how that's where oiler nation is at right now they are that frustrated that they're starting to hurt each other like they're both greats at what they do and they just there's so there are a couple things first off All of these post-game conferences... uh, That wasn't even post-game. That was just a media availability. When you know they're on a downturn like this, they're not going to be good. You're not going to get great answers out of anybody. That being said, Leon Dreisaitl, come on, man. Now, we don't know his relationship with Jim Matheson. Maybe it's a tough one. Maybe he... Maybe they've had spats before in the past. I know a lot of sports reporters... Unfortunately, I also know a lot of the attitudes of some sports reporters. And sometimes they're not very good. Sometimes they are trying to get you on something. Or sometimes they have lazy questions. And honestly, that kind of was a lazy question. I mean, if he knew what was wrong with the team, they'd probably solve it and they'd probably try and move on. Now, you're going to get lazy. Hockey players are renowned for lazy answers. Oh, you know, it's a team effort. Go out, give 110, do what we can. Those are always the answers you get. So let's just stop even doing these. Like, gener- do you even care what Leon Dreisettle has to say? And should he face tough questions? Yeah, he should face t- tough questions. All of the Oilers should face tough questions right now. Your team is crap in the bed. You were doing great, and then something happened. And also, Leon Dreisaitl does make over $11 million a year. He can answer some tough questions every now and then. But that wasn't even a tough question. Like, Leon Dreisaitl could have just said, eh, you know, whatever. If we knew it, we'd, we'd, we would address it. But we're working on it. But he didn't answer it like that. He shot back at him, which makes me think that there has to be something between these two. There's something there from before. I don't read Jim Matheson's columns. I don't know anything about him. Uh, other than the fact that he is a Hockey Hall of Famer. But that's it. Maybe the guy's been a dick to Leon Draisaitl, Or maybe the opposite. I don't know. All I know is I can't wait for their next press conference.
0: Wolf management has told Chad and Ballsy to stop asking listeners to send money to them at the radio station. From now on, please send it directly to their homes.
1: Chad and Ballsy on 104.9 The Wolf. It's nice to be ranked high for some things. And in others, not so much. I've never heard of the misery index, but it was created by an economist. And what they do is they determine how the average citizen is doing economically in each country, calculated by unemployment rate and the annual inflation rate. Because, of course, if your unemployment is high and your inflation is high as well, not so good for the people living in your country. Where does Canada sit in the top 35 economies in the world? We sit at number six. We are, we hate it. <laughs> we, again, to be high on this list is bad. And we are number six out of 35 economies in the world. They say it is. It has a lot to do with our unemployment, and our inflation is a lot higher than most other countries. The worst country to live in eh, right now, I guess, on the misery index, is Spain. Not very fun there. Greece, number two. Italy, number three. Iceland, number four. Sweden, number five. And then we're right after Sweden. Uh, apparently, the least misery in places like Japan, Switzerland, Singapore, And uh, even uh, the U.S. and the U.K. did quite a bit better than Canada. So, yeah, I I think we are all feeling that crunch, and uh, it's going to get better, right? Thanks for
0: tuning in to Chad and Ballsy Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Ballsy. Weekdays, 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station. 104.9 The Wolf.